Golight presents Murder Most Irish. you put me in the taxi to go home I put the window down because I said I'm going to throw up and I put my head against the window and he was like no 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 and I just went to him I'm so sorry <laughs> but I have to stop talking or I'm going to throw up in your car and he went to me alright love yeah if you need me to stop if you need me to stop and I was like no, I was okay the whole way home I was like don't get sick don't get sick don't get sick don't get sick because he was driving really fast oh no and like it, the seats they have that thing where they it kind was of a dance. one yeah like they yeah. kind of I was like like, yeah. Don't look at me. Don't speak to me. Don't talk to me. And then as soon as I got out, I, I ran up the steps and puked. It was a van. Yeah, you got yeah. the van. There's one fella, <clears throat> and I actually like if I get him on Uber on fucking free now, I just cancel it. Why? Because a van. He is the world's worst driver. <laughs> Fuck is me. it a van or is it a car? He's like a Peugeot van one, right? And I don't know why he's got in the back of it, but it's always shit in the boot because he just hear rattling <laughs> like that, and you're like. Are you serious? And then he hits every ramp. When he does, he speeds up and then just the before he gets to the ramp. People do that. Every, most taxi drivers that I get around here, it's like the ramps are like, don't exist to them or it's some sort of like fun obstacle. They just hit them. Well, no, I don't mind them hitting them because I can deal with that. But I what, can't. The thing for me is when they just jam on. Oh, they jam on them. and then go. Yeah, so he does this jam thing on. where he like speeds up and then jams on and then you're like <laughs> fucking head to the window. And then it, it was like, like, there was one day I actually got out of the car in Parmistown. I've got him twice. You were like, can't do this anymore. I got out of car and I said, pull over. Is this like car? And he was like, what? I was like, pull over. <laughs> He's like, I was like, you are a terrible good. driver. You're really bad at tra- traveling when you're not driving anyway. Like you're. Like, yeah, you're, but you're he is a fucking. Ter- yeah, that time we got in the car with Carmen. Yeah. It did feel really bad, but because we got in the, we got in the car with this girl from work. Lovely She person. drove us all the way to Glasson. Sweetheart. And then I was really car sick by the way she drove. And we got out and she went to her room and we went to our room, but we didn't realise that she was right below us. And I was like, Carmen's driving made me so sick. And she went, what? I'm really sorry. Oh, we were like, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, it, it is that thing though, that you're not, when you're in the car, when you're not driving, it's, you're not good. Like you're, I think you just can't deal like with it. Like even when we went out that day, remember I said to you, I can't talk to you, I'm going to troll. When we were going oh, to we're the, going the Ivy. Ivy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew by you. Yeah. You seemed grand then, but I could tell by you because you put the window down. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's how I always know. She goes, um, but she gonna vomit. That was a reckless day. Very crack though. Like, I was drinking with that whiskey like it was water. Yeah. Because Arrow kept going. Did you finish them? And I was like, oh, yeah. No, am I drinking these really fast? Yeah. Like I didn't even <laughs> know. In the back. I didn't even know. And then we was walked out of Foggy Geo. I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, yeah, that's, that's the hammered. air hit me, and I was like, I need to get filled hammered anyway welcome hello back. we're back we've been gone for six months it feels like it's been a really 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 nice break it though. has but apologies because we were meant to come back last week and then I got the old cocoa isn't it mad that I didn't get it like we were with each other that That's whole all day I cared about I was like the entire day I was like hey, I saw an arrow get this sorry so I wasn't can me... we just I made so much fun about of you 
I genuinely like, so worried. I left my messages on Ara's Instagram. I was like, I'm so sorry. I think I'm going to have Like, I was panicking. And she Everybody's was like, laughing at me. It's fine. Don't worry about it. You'd swear you'd given me age. I just was terrified. And then him as well. I was like, don't come near me. And I had this, like, antiseptic spray. And I was just spraying everything. <laughs> I don't want to give anyone COVID, man. It's horrible. Oh, I get that. But like, it's also not your fault. You didn't know you had it. Sarah, when I tell you I was totally fine. I know. Completely and utterly fine. You were out all day. Didn't have any symptoms. Wasn't feeling unwell. Literally that morning after we woke up. But that night you said to me when we were getting (coughs) fancy, I said, are you sure you want to go? And you said, I'm starting to not feel well. Yeah. So I think I kind of knew. And you said, I'm starting to feel it in the back of my throat. And I was like, like, I have to go home. And then I woke up that next morning. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm hungover. And then as the day went on, I was like, oh, something's wrong. I might I had a fever. That's funny. Anyway, apologies. That's why there was no episode. La- well, there was an episode, but it wasn't like an episode, episode last week. I didn't listen to it because I wasn't on it. Colin came, came forward and he was like, we're going to put up a Patreon thing. Where were you? You were in Paris. Nope. You were in Longford. You were at the Centre Parks. Uh, That's where you were when we did that. Yeah. Because I remember saying in the episode, Sarah's Gallivant in Longford. Um, it can Parks. one Gallivant in Longford. Oh, you were Gallivant in Longford. I won't call Centre Parks Gallivanting. Good on, Centre Parks. Ooh. You need to take out a fucking small loan to go gallivanting in fucking Centre Parks. I know, it's crazy money, isn't it? It's fucking ridiculous. It's for the, it's for the upper class. I tell you what, we spent some amount of money on drink through the day. Where were we out? When we were out. I know, yeah. I checked my bank balance like somewhere and I was like, mm, that's about right. Yeah. And then my haircut was like 80 euro. <laughs> yeah, no. I forgot that you take it out money out my bank account. Remember I oh, sent you off? Yeah, I got a hundred. And for some reason, told you to take a hundred euro. Because <laughs> I, I said to you, how much should we take out? I thought you were going to say fifty or not even fifty, like twenty. Like twenty. Yeah, I take a hundred, and I was like, okay. Yeah, and then I forgot, and then <laughs> it's like two days later, was like, oh my god, I've got all this money I didn't know about. Yep. Um, but yeah, we had a lovely time. We went out, and then I got COVID. So as I said, apologies for there not being an episode. But we're back, baby. Yeah, we're back. I've had nothing happen in my life, have I? What are you talking about? You were in Edinburgh. Yeah. What's that? You got COVID. Got COVID. You got your hair cut. Got my hair cut. By a wonderful lady in town. A beautiful Brazilian lady who's uh, wonderful. Did anything else happen? No. Nothing has happened. Absolutely nothing has happened. I've left my job. Sarah's gone. Uh, and she's starting a new... Am I allowed to say that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sarah's starting a new jizab. And um, it's Lily's birthday on Monday. Oh, fuck. It's her birthday. Oh, but when's Yvonne's? <laughs> is she the day before or after Lily I do this every single time Lily's is the 26th no 23rd 23rd Yvonne's is the 26th okay no it's afterwards um, okay so it's Emma it's Emma it's Lily's birthday what are you guys gonna do she just wants she wants her room done up and that's what I've been doing for the past two days okay oh my god it's been a fucking trauma is the smell of curry gone I can't, I cannot find where the smell of curry is coming from. Um, I took, I've, t- I've taken, I've taken the wardrobes apart. Oh, have you? Yeah, I took the wardrobes apart. I've taken the bed apart. I've taken the carpet up. I've stripped the wallpaper off the wall. Oh, Jesus, you're doing a whole hog. I've painted, I've taken the curtains down. I've painted the ceiling like mint. So her ceiling is going to look like melted mil- mint chalk ice cream. Oh, wow. Amazing. And then the floor is going to be pink Up. carpet. And then I got her a big, fluffy pink rug and then she has a loft bed okay it has been like when I tell you I haven't stopped very and proud of myself when do you think you'll have finished tomorrow <clears throat> nice and then she's getting a TV for a wall what's my dad want hang on okay uh, fuck off I'm not doing anything now <laughs> um, and then she's getting a TV for that's what she wants for her birthday a TV a TV um, but I still like is it, am I just being a bit mental but I just 
A TV seems like a shit present. That just seems like something you get for your room. Ah. Uh, no, I mean, but the thing is, she asked for it. Yeah. It'd be different if you just got it for her and she was like, okay, thank you. She was like, I want this. my room done up. And I was like, well, that's not for your birthday because that's just my job. Yeah, I have to do your room up. Like, like that's what we got to do. But it's not like it's a show present. Get her a TV and a doll or something. I have to laugh. My mom said to her, uh, when we get, she was like, mom was like, what do you want for your birthday? Yeah. And my mom was like, you're getting your room done up. Will I get you a duvet cover? And she just looked at her to be like, no, I want toys. No. Would I like a do- to someone to buy me a duvet cover now? Absolutely. I would be all over it. I don't need but like a at, very expensive like Egyptian at, cotton one. At that age, you're just like, oh, just even now, if you got me a duvet cover and it wasn't like a fucking yeah, I'm over not going to buy you like a 12 year old Yeah, but my cover. granny, that's what my granny used to send you for fucking Christmas. Yeah. It was a fucking Dunn's duvet cover. Get some Dunn's towels. Suck me dick. bollocks in the room yeah. in there. Get <laughs> some Dunn's towels. Where are they Dunn's? Where are they Prennies? Dunn's. Dunn's. He's going to be like, don't, don't talk about my, my Craig. Um, but yeah, no, a TV is a great gift, Sarah. Okay, anyway, she wants TV. That's what she wants. That's what she wants. Uh, did anything else happen? I had like 12 million breakdowns. Because yeah. like, being around my family for that amount of time is very difficult. It's very intense. I think you need to... Knock that on the head now for a little while. So intense. You need a break. Like you just need to down the middle. Um, shout out to anybody who's dealing with like Christmas and hanging around with your family for that amount of time. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> yeah, but you did before. Yeah, I did before. I know. Let's go. Um, I think that's it. That's it. Here today when we were walking into your apartment, didn't that little dog look like Papa Lazarus? Did look like Papa Lazarus. Didn't he? Yeah, he's I beautiful. I want to say that to the man, but I didn't Don't say that to the man, no. <laughs> Hello, I don't think that will go down You're very much. You're my wife now, Dave. Uh, but, uh... <sighs> sorry, I know it so much. I'm so tired. Covid's a little bit of bollocks. I can't get over it. What did you want to tell me? I need to put it into your phone. Oh, today. What? I went to... went to B&Q. Yeah? Sorry, I just have a note that says, Dogs outside, Papa Lazarus. <laughs> <laughs> Um, in my phone. In your phone. Um, I went to being cute this morning. Yeah. Where I was going doesn't matter, and it was very icy. Oh. And I went to open my door. Oh no! I, my nail. No. <laughs> and I lifted my entire nail bed up. And when I tell you, I'm in ag like my entire nail is bruised, and you just can't see it because I've got nail polish on. But it is fucking. Absolutely insanely sore. It, anything to do with nails like, is the worst pain. Don't touch it. It is literally the worst pain. Like I ripped that nail off. It's growing back now. Thank fuck. But the day that I did it, I've never been angrier. Yeah, my it's, dad was like with me, and my dad was just kind of like because he doesn't have, he didn't get the pain I was in. Yeah, like and he was like, so it's very painful. cold, isn't it? And I was like, if you don't, I just went to fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Shut up. Talking to me. Like it's like when you when you're in a bad mood and you bang your toe. It's that, and then the bad mood exasperates by the bang toe. Like whenever I you know hurt. that TikTok where it's like, you want to get fucked up, you want to get like <laughs> yeah, that's what I was like. I was uh, like, like that oh. kind of it, the heat comes up your back because it's so painful, and then you're like, if anybody looks at me, I'm gonna punch in the teeth. I like, have been weirdly thing. angry, but for the past couple of days, I think I'm ovulating. Or, oh, I'm not. I'm in my follicle stage, follicular stage, follicular oh. stage, some stage. Also, I learned today that the current. Uh, birth control I am on uh, the company is being sued in Canada for the deaths of 20 women so I will be going off that with what? immediacy explain uh, so I'm on a birth control called Yaz which is like Yaz oh I was on that yeah so basically and I, w- I went nuts I yeah so basically they were saying that I think it's this is apparently this has been going on t- since 2013 I didn't know this of course my doctor didn't advise me of that either um 
and apparently 20 women in the in Canada and some in Sweden, Australia and somewhere else have all died from blood clotting. So I know when I started this, he asked me, have you any history of blood clotting in your family? And I was like, no, which I don't. I don't have that. Um, but there are also women who have no history of blood clotting, getting pulmonary embolisms and clotting and dying. I think the youngest was 14. <gasps> so I'm like, yeah, I'm going off it immediately. So that's going to be a nightmare. I have to, like, I just was like, do you know what? And also, like, I just don't want to be in birth control anymore. Like, I don't. I, I, it fucks with everything. Uh-huh. Like, you're, just for me personally, I know for other people it doesn't. I've never suffered with acne or anything like that because I know it does help people that have those things. But like, just, I like, since I've started it, I, I don't feel myself at all. I've been on it for what, this specific one now for two and a half years. Um, I don't, like, there's, my body is not the same. Like, like, uh, my periods are much better. That's fine. But I don't know. I just can't explain it. Like, I'm much more tired. Like, I've noticed a lot more facial hair growth. And apparently that's one of the side mm. effects of it. Which I didn't really have before. But I get, like, one chin hair. And now I'm like, what? When I'm getting my period? Yeah. Full blown beard going on. I, I Full blown have, beard. Like, about three days before I get my period, I start to sprout. Yeah. Like, you know those chia seed pets? Yeah. yeah. I'm just like one of those. Like I was on the phone to Flavio. And I could only have tweezed like two days before yeah. that. I was on the phone to Flavio the other day and I was, cause I, I, he video called me and he was like, what are you staring at? Cause I was just like, I just have a black hair again. <laughs> and I was like, is that dirt? And I was like, how did I not see Sarah? It was like that. It oh. was so long. And I was like, what the fuck? I've been like sitting here. People have been looking at this thing on my face. So I, I didn't like, see I had it. To I get up and like tweeze it off. And then I have one that grows from here. Oh yeah, and it spirals around and grows. I've down. got one that grows here, it's and it's. So I told. I don't. I think I've told the story on the podcast about the time I found a hair that was growing <laughs> yeah, out of my ear, yeah. and I was in the chipper. You were like, "What the fuck?" And, I, and the woman, even the woman, was like, "What is going on?" I literally like it was growing out of like what's like the bit where my date person is. Yeah, so like the cartilage. Yeah, and it was just growing. And, go, and I could turn my head. That is insane. And, and I just like, how clearly, did that grow? No, I just clearly been brushing <laughs> it into my hair. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I just kept on going. And I remember the woman in the chipper being like, just staring at me. And I was like, uh, yes, steak and kidney pie done in the grease. That's oh what I God. said. When was the last time you got a steak and kidney pie? I only pie get one, one, one a year because they make me sick. That sounds amazing though. The other day I saw a guy make a sandwich. Tell me. Let me tell you about the sandwich. And I thought Sarah's a first one tell you about this gross thing and then tell you about the sandwich. Yeah. So we used to work with a girl called Ashling. She kept getting these eye infections and they couldn't figure out what was wrong with her. And uh she was in work one day and she was like, it was on, on her right eye, she constantly would have these like little like bleed like her eyes would not bleed, but they'd be like water and mixture of like blood. Colin's yeah, and she was in work one day and uh she was, I was on the floor. I was working in an area in Dunleary and she was like, Emma! And I was like, what's wrong? She's like, come here, come here, come here. So she had grabbed a hair inside her eye and started pulling it like this. What? And I'd say it was about 20 centimetres long. What? Out of her eye. And she was like, that's what's wrong with me. And I was like, what the? Now, I was absolutely obsessed. I was like, Ashling. And she, was, she just kept pulling it and pulling. I was like, that hurting you? She was like, no. So whatever had happened as a hair had rolled up into her eye. I was like, have you not been in like, I feel like your eye is scratching. She was like, no, the only thing so it had gotten stuck in her tear duct. So the tear duct was blocked and it was just like leaking blood because it was irritated. She was just like, blah, blah, blah. Oh my God. Gross. Anyway, the other day I saw this guy on TikTok and he was making a sandwich. 
He got two slices of white bread. Yeah. He got a pie, like a, you know, those cheap pies you buy in the shops. Yeah. He took the top off the pie. What What was in the pie? I think it was steak and kidney. Okay. It looked like steak and kidney, but there was peas on it, so I don't know. Is that steak and kidney? Would that be steak and kidney? Probably, if it's in England. Yeah, it was when it was in New Zealand, so that's why I'm thinking it's steak and kidney, because I know a lot of their food is like what we have. So he dug out the inside of the pie. Yeah. Put it on the sandwich. Yeah. Closed the sandwich. Yeah. Then he got crisps. Yeah. Put it in the empty pie, put the lid back up on the pie and ate the pie. <laughs> and then had another sandwich. And I said, people in the college were like, it's fucking disgusting. I said, this is revolutionary. Revolutionary. If I went somewhere and that was on the menu, I'd be like, one of those things. Yes. Yes. Fucking yes. delicious. And then yes. with a cup of tea? Yes. I made a bacon, egg and cheese yesterday. And I was fucking delighted with my life. I made a brioche bread. Bacon, egg and cheese. Bacon, egg and cheese. <laughs> and I put the brioche bread in the pan. Delicious. After I, and I took my sausage meat out of its skin and I made it into a patty. patty. And then it was like crispy. And then I put some bacon and then I put the cheese on. Delicious. And then I fried an egg. I'm back eating eggs. I had, I had one today. Uh, I went for breakfast with Colin the other morning um, to coffee and kale and they gave me an egg and it might as well have been clucking at me on the plate. Oh, it was, it like was disgusting. I was like, the uh, the embryo, I was like, so I hate eggs. This is why I, was cur- like, I lifted it up. He ate it. Oh, of course okay. he did. But then today I made a poached egg in the microwave and it was delicious. Hmm. So I was like, okay, we're getting back into eggs. Yeah. We're getting back into eggs. Sometimes, I feel like even I Lily, eggs. Lily just takes it. We ton- like, I <clears throat> 12 eggs in our house a week and yeah, brain doesn't eat eggs, eggs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's just me and Lily um, <clears throat> and Lily sometimes to say oh mammy that's like making my stomach yeah thin. like I, I, used to, I used to love an egg in a cup a gookie egg a gookie egg that's what people call it yeah we don't we just call it an egg in a cup um, really good Lauren calls it a gookie egg but sometimes a gookie egg right yeah if the egg is like just about to turn yeah and it's really smelly egg Blech. no no and then sometimes if it's oh. underdone, it's just too gooey and the texture's yeah. wrong. Um, and like a gookie egg, people are always, like, that seems like a really, but eggs are like one of the, in terms of like learning how to be a good cook, yeah. learning how to make like a really, really good, good scrambled egg. egg and really good like boiled eggs in terms of like what level they should be yeah. at is like a, a, like should be a standard. Yeah, of course. <clears throat> I was, I was, last time I was over in Flavio's, I, he had a, um, uh, battered sausage for the first time. For the first time. Never had a batter sausage before. Because I was like, I want garbage. I was like, I don't want like five guys. I was like, I want trash. So we found this place called Giuseppe's. Oh, chipper. Immediately ordered from that. Yeah. And I was, they didn't say the sausage was battered. And I was like, please have the sausage be battered. Fucking battered when it came. Yeah. And they gave me those big thick chips. And then all the crunchy bits at the bottom. You would have loved it. And I was like, do you want to taste this? He was over the moon. You know, battered he sausage. Was like, this is delicious. I was like, I fucking told and you. And you know delicious. what about that sausage would be even better? What? And that sausage, more than likely, oh. is chicken and pork. More than likely. It definitely wasn't be, uh, pork no. by itself. No like, way. A good battered sausage with cat, like, has to be chicken based. Well, I tell you what I did that you wouldn't like. Go. Put vinegar on it. No, I've gotten into vinegar. Okay, okay. It's like my new thing. Yeah, okay, good. I've okay. got and salt and vinegar crisps. I like them, but they make me go like this <gasps> when yeah. I eat them. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I've gotten into them. I've gotten into them. I had fucking love about sausage right now. Mm. But I'm not going to even say afterwards, I was like, oh, like my stomach was churning. Oh, really? It's pure fucking oil. I feel like that about a battered burger. He had a battered burger as well. And then he never had one before? He never had and loved it. A battered burger is one of the, so twi- once a year I have a battered burger. Yeah. And then once a year I have a steak and kidney pie done in the grease. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
<laughs> and I'm telling you now. Is that how you order it? We need to get a signy by John the Crease and make the sandwich. Okay, can we, we do can that? do it. Okay. Yeah. The thing I will say is you have like you have to go to an old school chipper. Yeah, no, you can't go. And to it has to be someone that has worked in the chipper for donkeys and knows how to do this. Because young ones, you go in and you say, "Can I get a steak and can you find it on the grease?" And the young ones would be like, "Sorry, what?" Now answer me this: yeah. Do they just take it out of the little tin foil and just put it in the oil? They usually cook it to make sure it's cooked. Okay, through, and then put it in the and oil, and then they dip it in the oil. So they they hold it and go, mm-hmm. and it's like deep fried for a couple of minutes, and then they take it out. I tell you, what's not very Scotland. They deep fry your ma. Like they deep fry your man. Yeah, no, absolutely. Everything in Edinburgh is deep yeah. fried. It's fucking, but it's great. Um, it fucking deep fried food's unbelievable. It's unreal. I can't give a fuck. Oh, dude, oh, it's so good though. Anyway, do we have housekeeping? Housekeeping. Yeah. I have housekeeping. I would just Go. like to say thanks to. Let me see for the lady who sent us the information, so we can do a live show. Oh, we're yeah. That's the thing that we're thinking about doing. Uh, Fiona. Fiona. Oh, Fioc. Oh, good, good Irish name. Um, good, good Irish name. She's great hair as well. Really? Um, she sent us some information. Someone sent you some information, They did. Right? Uh, um, to possibly do it in one of the cinemas in Galway, which are affiliated with the Lighthouse in town. So um, we're going to look into that as well. I just got to send a little um, email. Um, yeah, okay, so guys. Emma's going to I'm going to do, do that. Sarah, well, we'll see. We'll see. I'm going to do a live we'll Facebook live I might start doing like heroin for the first time ever so I can go out and do this will it need to be heroin? no what's a good drug for stuff like that? Xanax uh, I would just say like take a Xanax take a Xanax and have a drink mm-hmm. but then you're like then you'll be on hinge yeah that's the problem that's the other issue I like, need to be less like I need the, to be less drunk Emma like because sometimes I, drunk Emma is like even I do be like drunk uh, Emma doesn't fuck like can you just calm down <laughs> your drunk Emma doesn't like, care like and me so. that's <laughs> <laughs> so like, I'm like, eh. just calm down Emma. like can you stop shouting at the fucking seven I get that he has nice glasses <laughs> I just need to yeah I need to calm down so yeah you've a lot of you're like you've a lot of love you're like uh, I do I have more love when I'm drunk than I do when I'm sober yeah I suppose like your inhibitions drop right isn't yeah. that the whole point of being drunk I shouldn't know why not well, what's we'll supposed see, to happen we'll see, what, we'll see what happens my inhibitions just stay the same they say that you're the exact same person um, you're pretty much the exact same Sarah when you're drunk even the other day I had to laugh when Arrow was telling that like really deep story and she just looked at me and said you're bored aren't you and I was like no <laughs> a little bit a little bit Can we have some fun ah we love you Arrow um, we know she's listening to this we love you yeah we love her we love the Arrow Barrow I have no no that's the only housekeeping I have uh, thank you to everybody that's still supporting Patreon we really really appreciate it um, and thank you to everybody for your lovely messages on Instagram um, and that's it that's all I have I got no I got recognised so thank you to the <gasps> ah! lady that recognised my voice who was this where her outside uh, Centra in in Cloud of Green no way talking to m- my mother-in-law Bernadine's neighbour is a lady called Christine and she is a saint of a, saint a woman saint of a woman she honestly is just like everything I want to be when I grow up oh, I love it she's like 70 something years of age she looks about 50 she's amazing she walks everywhere she's this little dog called Patch I think Aww. and she'd just gotten like her hair like roller tongs I love it and I was like You're, Christine your hair looks fab and she was like oh I did just go up to such and such and I make her do it while she's working <laughs> and I was like look at you you're just a queen and then she was talking about her husband John and I was like is it John anyway she was like my husband and I was like he is a fucking lucky man yeah. and then this woman just like pulled up and she was like oh my god I just recognised your voice and I was like that's mad uh, and she was like I love your podcast uh, and I was like oh my 
god and my dad was fucking living for it my dad was like that's cool isn't it isn't that cool if someone recognised you and I was like we've very famous podcast dad I was, me and Colin were, I was laughing me and Colin were down at Coffee and Kale the other day and we were walking in and he constantly I think those girls in that car recognised us they didn't <laughs> at all he was like they were like pointing and going and I was like they were clearly pointing at the state of my clown hair yeah, they weren't going like her. right they were like no you never know no I was like they did not recognise us they were like look at her fucking stupid hair or they were like look at her amazing no, hair no they were no but that's so nice yeah that, hello to that lady whoever you were I didn't get her name but my dad was like oh, I think she used to be a teacher or something and I was like okay hello um, to teacher lady who recognised Sarah hello to you hello to you I was afraid that we're going to be saying something really bad and people will recognise our voices and they'll be like on Reddit MMIT uh, Sarah Jane and Emma. Here, what's this thing about Tatler? Tatler, uh, tat, there's like, people on Twitter are like, if you if you go onto that Tatler page, you're supporting ruining people's lives. And it's like, a, it's like a forum. It's like a forum where you, where people talk, where people gossip. About like famous people? Yeah. Tatler. I remember Tatler magazine. Yeah, so I, and then I googled it and it was like a forum, but like, I don't have... I don't know if I'm dumb or something, but you know when I look at things that look like Reddit? Yeah. Unless it specifically tells me what I'm looking for, I just leave it alone. No, I will say this for Reddit is so horribly laid out. Right. It is honestly like a 15-year-old who wants to anime creation. Yeah. That was, it is, I don't know that man is married to Serena Williams, so clearly he's very good at what he did. Who? The guy who created Reddit. But the layout of that, I can't. I'm like, where is the, what is all, like, I can't do it. And then I'm like, how do I search? Gave up. Don't yeah, know. like I was, just and like, people say the most outlandish shit on that website. Like there's, there's no like decorum. People don't have no. respect. But I don't know what Tatler is, but I'll have to Google it now. Can you see, yeah, uh, Jeremy Clarkson is fucking begging for his life. Oh, who dropped him? Someone clearly dropped him. No one's him. dropped him yet, but there's it's talk happening. that it's everybody yeah, is dropping. It's coming. There's I talk knew. that Amazon are dropping everything he does. Oh shit! That's a big one. Amazon are dropping the farm. What's that? That's like his show where he has a farm and like is really bad at it. And they're talking about the Grand, Grand Torino. Is that what it's called? Which is like Top Gear. Uh, they're talking like they're talking and he has, like, he released an apology. Of course he did. Yesterday. That was like seven pages long. And I was like, what is this? And I was like, oh my God. Isn't it amazing? Legitimately are clearly about to lose everything. It's amazing how all of a sudden now he understands what he did wrong. He was like, and he's so I, um, I was in a hurry and I didn't, and I didn't mention that I was like referencing Game of Thrones, but I should really apologize. And then Prince Harry and Meghan came out today and they were like, like didn't accept this apology. Uh, like you knew exactly what you were referencing. You called for a black woman to be put onto the streets and have shit thrown at her. Yeah, I'm like, You fucking prick. Like, but I knew I was like the only time they release those apologies is when they've gotten phone calls from their agents being like oh, you're being dropped yeah yeah good right. see you can say whatever you want but, but you this have is the con- to deal with the consequences this is the consequences if you were going to get on online and say a horrific thing about a black woman yeah you are going to face the consequences of it because it's not 19 Dickity 2 anymore and I am still reading Prince no listening to Prince Harry's book I will never listen to it but here's the thing Emma. The clips that people are putting up on TikTok. I cannot deal with it. I'm in fucking tears every time a new one drops. His? I'm like, what's wrong with this man? You need so much therapy. <gasps> so 
much. That thing about his penis. But also, like, there's just information in the book that has no relevance to anything. And no one, for me in any way, right? I'm gonna, <laughs> I was like, I don't care that you lost your virginity to an older woman in a bar, who behind likes, a bar, who, who likes likes horses. horses and t- treated me like a stutter and then, like, said, giddy up afterwards. Dude, he has to get into a booth and, and read that. that. The one about the cream was mass creams, and then it's brought back memories of my mother. I was like, Freud is throwing a party in hell. Oh no, honestly, every <sighs> every single chapter, every single chapter, there is a reference to some obscure reference about his mother. Like he is so he's obsessed with her. He's not obsessed with her, but I think he's I get like, and he's like his mom. Like he adores her. Like he uh, clearly, like, clearly adores, her, adores her. Um, but like, <laughs> there's so much repressed. Oh yeah, there's a lot. Lot going on there. <laughs> I just like every chapter. I'm like, what? Oh, every chapter is whiplash, and every chapter yeah. is like. I've sorry. seen people put on me something with a green screen in the background, and they're standing and like a W H Smith's reading the book, and they're like looking around. <laughs> I'm like, this is because I heard one passage, and I was like, is that someone doing his what voice passage? as a joke? The one about the horse. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, and they. I don't know if the book put in slap sound. And I was or like, it's like, is that in the book? And I was like, up. And I was like, did it, this, was this in the book? No. Okay, cool. But I was kind of hoping it was, but my God. I, the my God. The whole time, like, I'm listening to it. Do you know I was playing Animal Crossing and listening to it? And I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. I was like. It's crazy. Honestly, you would do, like I wouldn't be able to write that down and read that out loud. I kept thinking I'm of that. Uh, just reading that out in a booth. Hello, Clem Van Dango. <laughs> like, I was like... Periscope up. But yeah, like, it's just... Hi, it's, Toast. Can you hear me? It's Clem Van Dango here. bizarre, man. Like, I'm fair play, whatever. They can do whatever they want. But just some of it, I'm like, you need to put that in. No, he just needed to fill a book. Yeah. Like, he got a book yeah. deal that I don't know how like, much money he got. Millions all, and millions and millions. millions. And he was like, I need to fill this thing. And so, like, because <sighs> even there's no, like... The other thing is that at the beginning of the book, and it, when I watched that documentary, which you watched as well, yes. I don't know if you noticed, but he just could never figure out what day of the week it was or what the date. He always seemed confused. Yeah, he was like, yeah. what time is it? Where are we? What, what yeah, date is yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And the book is, at the very beginning of the book, he's like, I don't really, because I repressed an awful lot of my memories. States aren't. He was like, I don't have like, there's no continuity to like, I can't tell you if this did it happen on this date. I just know in and around. And he was like, and these are how I remember these things. Yeah. But like, there are moments in the book where you're like, when, when clearly when he's writing as well, I don't know how he didn't have it. Like someone, a ghostwriter named, should have sat down with him and be like, right, we need to actually do a timeline of events in your life. Yeah. And like work it out because so he, he doesn't do it from like childhood to he does, but like yeah, he does, but it, he jumps around it's a lot. Piggledy, okay, um, and he jumps around from story to story. That I'm like, okay, what's this in reference to? Like he talks about Camilla. Yeah, I heard about the stuff about her taking his room as her, as her, like her her personal wardrobe space. Well, her PR guy, so the guy she does, so there's a spin doctor she did hire. Yeah. When the whole Camilla and like King Charles thing broke, yeah, that spin doctor seems to be like the instigator for an awful lot of like stories being sold, oh. so that she looks better. Oh, yeah. So there was an awful lot of stories of like Harry that were definitely sold 
to make like because he was called like the tick one like he like an awful lot of like the oh uh, stories about him and I just felt like we're about him that, being like stupid we're about him being stupid like there was a story that like he failed his like all levels but and he had to cheat and it was like that never happened that just never happened Why did they do that? and you could tell as well there was an awful lot of like <clears throat> conversations you can where he talks about where he goes and asks like his dad or William to do something about it and they're like oh you know the old motto but they're not doing anything about it because they've sold the story of course they have also why would you want the public to hate a child there was an aw- there's an awful lot of like uh, because they're all competing for a thing so bizarre like, dude what they're the all, fuck and so like the, and the whole idea is that like the monarch or like the head that's the one that has to be the most popular so then when that one stops being the most popular and a less important royal starts being more popular, well, then they're like, PR teams all like start to f- like Release essentially stories. duke it out. Yeah. And he was like, there was just stories that were released that were clearly like private conversations I'd had with like Camilla or Charles. He was like, there Bro. was like emails that I'd written and then like two days later they'd arrive. And, uh, uh, I understand his indignation. I understand his Do you understand as well that I do, I do not get and me and um, a girl that listens to the podcast spoke about it on TikTok together. But this this idea of like, he chose his girlfriend over his grandmother. Yeah! yeah. Like in any normal family, it would be weird if he was like, like, my grandmother, my grandmother, doesn't grandmother like my girlfriend, doesn't like... so I'm not dating her. Excuse me. Yeah, like... You will be dead in exactly 4.5 years. Yeah, I like, am, what am I going to do? That idea, I was like... Eh. The monarchy is fucked, bro. Like, the whole thing is just fucked. And they're saying, like... Good lord, like they're, they're, I saw that Anderson Cooper did an interview with him and, uh, Buckingham Palace Won't contacted CNN and were like, we need a copy of the interview. Yeah, before we give a And they were like, we don't do that. That's not how journalism yeah, works. Yeah, we're not doing that. Because they have, it's insane to watch an entire family, like, bootlick the media. Yeah. Because they know if they don't, the media is going to release all this shit about yeah. them. But yet they're still releasing shit but about them. But that does feel very much, I, t- I said this as well on TikTok, I was, that feels very much like what this book is for him. Yeah. Where he's like, I'm going to get every... I'm getting ahead. I'm going to get every story yeah. that I know that someone potentially Has. is going to write about me as like an out or a fucking yeah. red line to some other bullshit. He's like, that's... And that's why I think the book was made. And in a way, it's incredibly smart. Yeah. And also it is the biggest selling non-fiction book in, in the United Kingdom ever. <gasps> ever. I wonder how much money he's made from it. He's making a fortune. Like, it is flying off the show. It's gone. Like, people are just buying, buying, buying. And it's so funny because people are hate reading as well. Oh. So people are like, I bought this book. Too. And I'm like, why'd you, you're give, like, I'm going to burn this book. Okay, he has your money. Oh, people on TikTok he as doesn't well were care. giving he has your like, money. Because I was like, I, do you know what? I was like, I don't care about the royals, but no. I'm going to read this book. And they were like, if you don't care, why are you giving them money? Because I like mess. Because I like mess. I just replied, and that's the worst thing. I just replied being like, uh, chill out. It's just an audible credit. Like, <laughs> relax. Also, I like mess. Like, and I like knowing that, to be perfectly honest with you, he's part of a, of a family and, and an organization. And trying to burn it down. He's literally burning it down from the inside. Yeah. And in some way, I'm like, the way his mom died... And how he was treated after his mother yeah. died. I get it. And they're like, can he go to therapy? I'm like, he is in therapy. This is he, this is what therapy does. does. They don't get that. Because yeah. they think what therapy does to people is it's meant to silence, you, silence yeah. you. And you deal with it all by yourself. No, therapy helps you tell the truth and set boundaries. Yeah. That's what he's doing. Is he pulling them apart while he's doing it? Yeah, he is. I liked him, and <laughs> I liked him when, the one he gave to UTV. 
I didn't see that one. He gave an interview to UTV, and it's actually very interesting because the per the journalist that he gave the interview in UTV to, yeah, is a journalist that you know when him and Megan went to Africa, yeah, and she just had the baby, and the and journalist asked, "Was she okay?" Catches her on the green and asks, it, and you can see her like crumble because yeah. she's not expecting it. It's that journalist. Oh, okay. Anyway, he gave the interview, and um, what was it like? Was it? It was a bit like. Uh, like it, the guy tried to get him on the ropes like it wasn't yeah. like an easy interview and he was like you know you you say that like there's racism in the royal family and he was like I never said there was racism in the royal family I speak about the conversations that were had about my child's skin colour yeah. and it, and the type of hair that he would be born with he was like but you're I never said they were racist I think that's a bias Yeah. he was like so in any there's nowhere in my book where I'm like he's like but there, that's a conversation that was had yeah and then the guy was like, oh, okay, fair point. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're yeah. not wrong. It's just mess, lads. Yeah. Like, it's mess. I'm never going to read it and I'm never going to listen to it. People want just... us to read it and then oh, do it. But I was, I was like, no. no. Uh, I just am laughing at the stuff on TikTok. Mm. And the thing about his penis. And if I hear I like the word the oscillation one. one more. What's the Shania Twain one? Someone I don't know does, this. Someone's doing like, uh, man, I feel like a woman. And then it like breaks into like, let's see if I can get it because it's fucking hilarious. My penis was oscillating. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I was like what is happening also the whole thing where he was like he killed 25 people in Afghanistan and stuff yeah. like that he's like my, my, my magic number is do you know what I was waiting to hear so my my whole thing I've been waiting to hear if he speaks about colonialism, colonialism. does he yes okay and he speaks about it from like a very honest point where he like he speaks about being in like Africa and meeting a guy that was like talks about Sulu warriors and uh, he's just like in that moment I was there with my dad and he was like and I was just listening to like these stories on both sides he was like the guy was very fair-sided he was like but I was like it in love with the like beauty in my idea of what has been bred into me of like fighting for my country yeah he was like but now I know that that's just like idealism yeah he was like these these men were like stealing yeah and murdering these these people for yep. their land and he does come out and fight me like a man <laughs> And he does talk about that. And I was like, do you know what, fair play to him? Because I've never heard another fucking... No, and they won't. And it's so funny because I'd say they're scrambling. And they, I've noticed that the British media are doing this thing where they're like, Kate looks beautiful today. Look yeah. at Kate's coat. Yeah. Kate has a face. Like, they're literally losing their shit. There's a whole thing as well on um, TikTok and on Instagram where people are going through all of Kate's, like, newest outfits and then going back to, like, what Meghan Markle wore previously and matching them up. Where they're like, she's trying to, like, her stylist is clearly trying to, like, dress her. Guys, I'm telling you, so this was, this was coming. This was coming. There's only so long that you can have a, a monarchy like that before somebody is like, nah, I've had enough of this. Yeah, 100%. And he's talking about his dick. <laughs> he's talking about his penis. And it's so funny because people are like, people are like, this is just graceful and I'm like here lads uh, Charles is on the phone saying he wishes he was Camilla's tampon <laughs> he like, says that in the book Emma <laughs> he says that in the book and I was like no like, that happened so I mean when he like... spoke about it in the book I was like no <laughs> no I wish I was your tampon he's like I wish I, I, I wish be, I was I'd your just be tampon. your tampon Camilla <laughs> Ooh. 
dirty bastards. Anyway. Um, yeah, sorry for talking about the royals because I know people are going to be like, I thought you hated the royals. Listen, I don't give a fuck about the royals, but I love mess. I don't give a fuck. I love mess. I love uh, family drama. <laughs> that is not family my own drama. family drama and I will revel in it. Um, they're all uh, rich cunts, so whatever, who cares. Mean. Anyway, that's it. I've nothing else. I've nothing else too. Else happened. Hey, Colin, tell us about the Patreon. Sure thing, Lily Pops. Hey there, MMI fans. It's me, Colin, and do I have news for you. It's all going down over at www.patreon.com forward slash Irish, where we've totally revamped our Patreon offering for you mega fans. That's right. Now all of your favorite Patreon stuff can be found in one place as we bring you our MMI Super Show exclusively for Patreon, featuring all the usual banter and chat between Emma and Sarah Jane, plus me thrown into the bargain, along with Lily's Tales, Maximilian's Bell Bag, and some surprises along the way. But that's not all. Every single week, due to popular demand, we will be bringing you a full-length story, whether it be Miscellaneous Most Irish for those cases that just don't fit on the main show, Murder Most international for those cases you guys have been crying out for or even music most awesome where we talk about our favorite albums but wait there's even more how about mmi drive the fan favorite podcast show where emma and sarah jane drive around dublin talking about all sorts of shite plus our monthly ask me our segment where you get to pick the brains of the girls and maybe even ask me a question or two so what are you waiting for come on over to www.patreon.com for slash murder most Irish and join in the fun for only six euros a month give my mommy six euro um, we're gonna do Sarah, Sarah's week yeah so this week do I'm doing two stories in one okay because because Emma I just have so many blue ball stories <laughs> Like, I have story like she you know when you start Sorry. and then it's like I can only get fucking two pages out of this <laughs> and I have so many of them I and know, they're all I worth know. talking about I know well it's okay you can do this and then you'll be happy and everything will be fine so I'm gonna do a season of I think five stories okay of what I call what did I call them really wrong am I forgotten am I forgotten and um, what I mean by that is there's stories that didn't get a whole lot of like maybe press coverage. press coverage or in some cases got press coverage, but like I've just nothing has happened with them. Okay. Um and the first story is really sad. Actually, just before, sorry for interrupting you, I was meant to actually mention this earlier. Um I just wanted to pass our condolences on to Bruna Fonseca's family. It's the Brazilian girl that oh was murdered. My God. Um her funeral took place today, Tuesday? Yeah. Yeah, in Brazil today. So just to extend Did she go her, back home? They expatriated her body back to Brazil and they buried her there. So, yeah, just to say we're so sorry and it's horrific that it's only January and already this has happened. See how many people have been murdered in Ireland in the past, like, three weeks? It's fucking crazy. Crazy. Yeah, so just to say, I can't begin to imagine what her family are going through because... what the fuck likes to just you know just to say how sorry we are to her family and obviously in the one year anniversary of Ashling mm. Murphy's murder as well um, you know just we all know what's happening so yeah just wanted to say that anyway sorry for interrupting you don't do it again I'll do it again I'll do it right now <laughs> uh, alright okay so my first story is about a man called Jim Mulqueen Jim Mulqueen do you know this man do you know this story do, I've never, I've never, ever do you know this about name. this we heard about this is he from the north no? Oh, he sounds like a, that sounds like a North Co- name. Jim Mulqueen. Yeah. Loves My name's Jim Mulqueen. Protestant. Oh, no, that's not. <laughs> a rip-roaring Protestant. 
We can make that joke because we're Catholic. <laughs> Don't come for us. Okay, here we go. I'm lying down. Oh, here for fuck's sake. It's nice. Go Jim on. McQueen had worked hard his whole life. Oh, I don't How do we know? That's what I'd like to say. She These had are a things. Smile that would light up a room. <laughs> These are things that people say about dead people. Do you ever wonder what people are going to say about you when you die? Nothing good. Nothing good about me because I'm a miserable cunt, and they can't usually be like, you know, she liked the, you know, she wasn't. Like, Graham's grandfather <laughs> died, right? And it was his funeral last week. Graham's grandfather was a bollocks of a man. Oh no, his funeral had a fucking turnout like you wouldn't believe. Really, right? And. I picked Graham's mum and dad up that night and Graham's mum was really upset and God love her. Oh, I'm so sorry. Because she spent, like, she was the one that, like, looked after him. But anyway, Graham's dad got in the car and he was fucking locked. I had the heated seat on and he was like, oh, I think I've done a curry in my pants. Oh, Jesus Christ. And I was like, no, Paul, it's just a heated seat. And he was like, why would you, why would you want that? Why would you want that? And I was like, I can turn it off. Anyway, driving up the road, he just goes, some turn out for a bollocks of a bastard. Oh god! And I was like, "You are not wrong." Isn't it mad though? Like, you are not wrong. I don't know what people would say about me. I don't know. I'm just not a very happy person, so I'm not going to be a hurt smile lit up a room. I That's think not I'm, be me. I've got like things that I would say. I'd like to do. I'd like to do like a fucking an honest eulogy. Yeah, like a fucking <laughs> eulogy. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like a fucking <laughs> or like Billy Crystal talking about fucking Robin Williams. Have you ever oh yeah, that yeah, yeah. Something like that. Like. But I suppose you have to pretend. She was you? the greatest. No, you don't have to pretend. You do. She had a smile that would light up a room. I, uh, Graham's. They were so happy Graham's living in their, in their houseboat. What? Yeah, they were so happy <laughs> in their mobile home. In their one bedroom house. They had it all. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? <laughs> they were about to finish their last payment on their 1997 Ford Focus. We're not laughing at Jim Mulqueen, by the way. Apologies. They were making a life for themselves. But then. She snapped. She worked in a Cracker Barrel. <laughs> yeah. Oh, those videos are and so John funny. And John worked as a lodger. And then they do the zoom up of the really bad, like, 1990s like wedding photo? photographer photo- yeah. photograph. And one of them always has a really dodgy perm. Yeah. Yeah. I like... Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And they got those Deirdre Parlo yeah, glasses yeah, yeah. on. Yeah, <laughs> I was taken on a JCPenney. Oh, God. Um, Sorry, anyway, Jim. Jim Mulqueen had worked hard on his life. Allegedly. And I fucking stand over right in a court of law. <laughs> he grew up in Kilcolman, County Limerick, and attended oh. the local school. As a young man, he laboured on farms before moving to England for construction work. Everybody went to England for construction work. That's yeah. where my granddad worked. Hey, right wingers standing outside schools yelling at uh, asylum seekers. Everybody in Ireland went to other countries to Everybody. work. Everybody. My grandfather, your dead dad. Yes. Most of my mum's siblings, including my mum, went to London to work. If you would like to know the truth, my dad and mum went to England because my dad needed teeth. There you go. And he was like, I'm going to go there for a couple of months and get teeth in the NHS. A fucking genius. And then we left in the dead of night and didn't pay rent. (laughs) Colin, cut all that out. Leave that in. These are, got somebody in trouble with this information. No, you couldn't. 1985 is going to happen. Just all those right wingers yelling at people. Uh, women and children. Did, uh, did you hear the albino comment? Excuse me. No, oh my god! I'm gonna. Oh my god! Comment. Oh my god! Hold on, what? Oh my god, Emma! There was a woman on RT News. So RT News were obviously outside down by Ferma because there's one down in Saint Louis's school and people were protesting. Please tell me you're joking. No, deadly serious. And um, this woman was like, "These are fleeing from war, like coming over here from albino and everything." Stop. <laughs> 
stop <laughs> that did not go where I thought it was gonna go I'm gonna I'm gonna show I'll let Sarah please tell me you're joking no I'll get I'll send a clip to Colin so you can put it up on the albino an albino coming over here from albino these these are grown men grown men I thought they were supposed to be fleeing I supposed to supposed to be he- helping with the war effort oh my god when I tell you there has never been a greater moment in history and time <laughs> oh when god. you are just proving the point of everybody around yeah. you you dumb uneducated motherfuckers ignorant sack of shit oh albino and they put, put that on the news oh fucking yeah left it in Did, I'll, I'll get yeah, it that free. was left in on purpose yeah absolutely that was to be like oh, fucking... <laughs> you and you know what sucks as well is like I these... said gracias father <laughs> that's the only, only Italian, Italian I know uh, well, what frustrates me the most as well is that they're taking a very very small amount of people in these underprivileged areas who are being absolutely brainwashed by Facebook yeah um, and right wing bullshit and they're interviewing them and it's just everybody's like oh yeah that place is shithole that place is shithole and it's like no these are like fucking 15 20 people they're just mo- mouth pieces yeah. Ma- that's I didn't know they were in Ballier I didn't know that that was happening down St. Louis school and there's been no consultation with us and we've got our own to feed we've got our own to feed we'll we've feed got your own, our own to, who's stopping you from feeding got, your own we've got our own that need houses sorry is living in a school with a, a house. with like a fucking communal like kitchen and communal toilets and also the only thing you have around you for any form of privacy is like what you would get in an office yeah. space is that what you think I because I don't know any Irish person that would accept that would live in that like that's is what they, we, our own need houses it's not a house it's, it's a not school. a house it's and a also, cold hole of we a school. should be protesting about the fact that that's where these people are being put we should be protesting about the fact that they're putting them in tents in minus fucking two degrees it's in that minus five are you fucking kidding me like, like oh sorry anyway I didn't know any, I didn't know that was happening about here anyway go on sorry 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 I can't wait to make another TikTok better <laughs> I'll buy you and then they'd be like. Eh, uh, listen here, you fucking liberal. Yeah, I knew by the colour of your hair, hair you are liberal. Like, I, saw my, I think I sound like Craig when I do my belly firm impression. You do. I knew by the colour of your hair. <laughs> <laughs> the colour. Come here, you. Yes, our lunches yeah. are ready. Paisley. Paisley. Yes, our lunches are ready. Your dinner is ready. <laughs> your dad's coming around now. <laughs> Oh, to God. get you Sarah can do this because she's from Dublin I can do whatever I want <laughs> okay, the, okay she said what she said <laughs> he grew up in Kill Coleman County Limerick and attended the local school as a young man he laboured on farms before moving to England for work yep as a construction worker after his brother Thomas died in 1971 Jim a bachelor now in his early 50s <gasps> returned to Ireland and moved into the family home he worked until his retirement for the Office of Public Works. That's where my granddad worked. Oh, okay. Well, after he came back from England. When he went over there to work yeah, and be in the army. Yeah, because he worked as a crane driver. Yeah, yeah. And then in he England. opened a and b I think. When he went to England, like everybody did. And he was fucking getting that pussy. He was like, cut that out. <laughs> He's getting your grandmother's vagina. That was it. There was no waywardness with your grandfather. He was deep in it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway <laughs> this poor man is dead <laughs> I know <laughs> sure aren't I reading this <laughs> did I write it <laughs> go on 
In his later years, he enjoyed small pleasures, like sitting in the sun on the bench in Newcastle West to read his newspaper. Twice a week, he went to his favourite pub, Ned Lynch's, for a drink, and he would place a few bets on the horses. Ned Lynch, who owns the pub. Um, a lot of what I'm about to say is all quoted from him. Yeah. He wasn't a heavy gambler. He'd always say, it's good for hobby, but you're not going to make money off it. Jim was a small punter. If he'd win, he wouldn't get excited about it. Pub owner Ed Lynch recalled, speaking about his friends, friend of more than 30 years. Aww. He'd only have a few social drinks. He might start off with a small whiskey and he'd have a few Guinnesses. And after that, and occasionally he would buy a bottle of whiskey and take it home with him and have a drink at home. He'd, he'd have been well known. He wore a long coat normally and he walked with his hands behind his back. Once Jim had been pointed out to you, once you knew him from then on in, you, like he's just like really a recognizable, real, a real part of the town. Yeah. Um, he was the nicest man you could meet. Very unoffensive. If he didn't have anything to say about you, he definitely wouldn't say nothing bad. Aww. So he wasn't the type of man for idle chit chat. Just talking shite, like yeah. yeah. He was part of the furniture here, and he had his own space in the pub. There he her in. He said, pointing out to a spot at the bar where he said Jim would stand. Aww. He rarely sit for an hour or two when he popped in. Like, he was a very fit man for his age. Okay. Like, he'd um, two hip operate, two hip replacements. Jesus. And he'd walk, like... Miles. Walk miles. Then he'd get up and he'd say he was going to the stock exchange. That's what he called the bookies. He was witty. He'd tell stories about a young man and working for the farmer's at 16 or 17. I was going to make my pussy jump. You can't. You can't make it again. <laughs> my impulsive thoughts. <laughs> the 92-year-old man lived alone in a small rural cottage in Kilcoman. Oh my God, he was 92. He was 92, Emma. Why would you do this when I did it? That he had grown up in. Jim was seen on Thursday, the 22nd of October, 2012. Around midday, this will tell you about his cottage. Filling the kettle from a barrel of water outside his house. Jesus. He had no running water in his house. His cottage was like old rural Ireland. Old school. I don't believe he had a bathroom in it. He was filling the water outside his house by a neighbour. He gave a fond wave and went back to the cottage. Jim's body was found in his home at Ballymacary, Kilcoman, by a neighbour on the morning of Friday the 23rd um, of October 2012. There was no sign of forced entry at Jim's home. So that makes people think that he knew whoever he it was. The However, the front door was open and a sum of money was missing from the house. Gardy believed the elderly man was killed sometime between 3pm on Thursday 22nd October and 10am Friday 23rd of October 2000. What did I say? 2012 or 2009? 2009, sorry. Yeah. There were signs of a disturbance in the cottage and the Limerick leader reported a sum of money was also missing. His friend had said he told him that if anyone ever broke into his house, he'd put up a fight. Oh no. He He's used to always you. say that he was a kind of worried about break-ins in his later years. You could see it in him. He was a strong man all his life and at one time he wouldn't have been afraid of anything. Uh, due to all the manual labour that he did as a young man. He lived a simple and independent life. He rarely had visitors to his home, which had no indoor toilets and was heated by a fire. So Jeez, it did have running it? water inside. but Just like, no toilets. Yeah, by, by fire. And locals say he would wash his clothes in the yard. 
Actually, I don't think he did by the sounds of things. This is a hardy fucker. Yeah, yeah. The Guardi believed Jim had died of natural causes at first, but the post-mortem came back and he had defensive wounds and this bit is really odd. He had a five-pound note shoved down his throat. Like it was in his esophagus. What? Like someone had like shoved it in his mouth and then forced him to like... What the fuck sort of thing is that to do? It's so odd. This thing is so odd. He's 92 years of age. He left this person into his home. There was no break-in. What the fuck? So this is from Ed again, Ed Lynch. I heard, first of all, it was sudden death. But then they did the autopsy and were suspicious. And the funeral was held up for a week before the body was released. They had some idea it was murder. But when the note found in his throat came up at the post-mortem... And a post-mortem also revealed injuries around his neck and some evidence he may have put up a struggle with his attacker. We all knew it was murder. There was no sign of four sentries. The Garda suspects he may have known his killer. The Garda initially investigated the case as a suspicious death, but it was upgraded to a murder. So that was 2009. And then it got updated to murder in 2012. It's so odd. Three years. Yeah. After the Garda cold case unit was called in to assist the investigation, the Garda arrested a 54-year-old from Newcastle West in 2014 in relation to the murder, but he was later released without charge. And there is nothing else about this case. They haven't found anything? Nothing. Like, like no there's DNA, no DNA, nothing. but there's no even, like, you know the way you hear, like, talks? Because this case is one of the few cases. That man, Ed Lynch, does an interview every year with a paper on his anniversary. Because he's obviously trying, trying to like... Trying to get like traction on his story. Trying to keep the, his story alive and trying to find out who did it. But there isn't even like... You know what I mean? You hear whispers that are going to be like talk. I couldn't find There's anything where people were like, oh, sure, we know who did it. What like, the fuck? Why would you shove a five pound... A five pound note down a 92 year old's throat? Like that is... That is... That's violent. Like mm. that's... I don't understand that. Like, that's what gets me about this case is it's like... 92. And no one, like, the amount of, like, comments that are all from people in the village that are like, he was the nicest, unassuming man, like... And clearly just to let himself. this person in because it was like, come on in, like, yeah, like, have a cup of tea or whatever. And then the person was obviously looking for money. But then to do that with the, the note? Yeah, that's... Bro, whenever I hear of older people getting attacked, I can't deal with it. Like, it's horrific. Like little old people. Why would you do that? So what I, I will say about this like series of like the forgotten or whatever I'm going to call it. The stories are really short because there is no information about them. And like they've just given up clearly. And but there's it's just no like, DNA. We've just this... like forgotten about it. And it's like the amount of 80, like 80 odd percent of all of our murder cases in Ireland <coughs> go unsolved. Isn't that an insane number? I'm not surprised. I'm absolutely not surprised. That poor man. Rest in peace. Jesus Christ. Thank you. Stop beating up old people, please. It's horrific. He lived uh, 92 years. I know, but to die like that? Deep in the pussy. No! He was a chaste man. <laughs> it's so odd, is But that money in the truck, for me, that's like personal, no, right? No, that's so bizarre to do something like that. Like? Like shoving something into somebody's throat. And it clearly was like in there because yeah, it wasn't like... They, didn't, they obviously had to like open his mouth and, and his look at... Na- and his neighbour is the one that found him. Like his neighbour came into the house to see what story was. Well, fair play to his neighbour for keeping it going. Like, that's amazing. Or the gentleman in the pub. The that, pub. Like, that's amazing. I've been in that pub. Like, that's his friend. Yeah. 
And he's like, nobody knows who did it. Like, nobody. Nothing. In a nothing. small, tiny place. Nothing. Nothing. Like, I feel like... The next... That. If you think that one is bad, wait until you hear the next one. Okay, go on. 21st of January, 1998. Where'd you hear this name? Go. Felix McCann. What a name. My name's Felix. Protestant. My surname's McCann. Protestant. He got a taxi into Sally Noggin Village at about 11pm. He was accompanied by another man who left the cab in Dunleary. So that person went to Sally Noggin and this person went to Dunleary. McCann continued on his direction to Sandyford. Can I tell you something about Sally Noggin? Tell me. I thought Sally Noggin was a made up place. No, it's a real place. Because Dustin the Turk used to sing about it and I thought it was the funniest <laughs> name I'd ever heard in my life. And then when I found out it was real, what I was, was like, song oh, about Sally Noggin? I'm not telling anybody I didn't think this was real. There's just a lyric in one of her songs where he talks about going to oh, the yeah, Noggin. Yeah, going Noggin. to the Noggin. Yeah, and I was like, this Sally Noggin, that's hilarious. That's made up. <laughs> no, it's real. Nope, it's real. It's a real place. He was last seen with a third man later described as being 5'8 in height with an untidy hair and wearing a black anorak, which is way too big for him, at the junction of Sandyford and Leopardstown Road, which we know well because we used to work out there. We used to work out there. The 48-year-old's body was then found in a disused shed in Sandyford, County Dublin, a day later. In a shed? In a shed. What the fuck? McCann is believed to have been sleeping rough at the time. Oh. Some reporting he may have had mental health difficulties and spent some time in the central mental hospital. Gardy believe he was murdered at 2.15am on Friday morning. Isn't that a very precise time to give? Very specific. He had been badly beaten in the shed and the shed was often used as a shelter by homeless men. I've never seen a homeless person in Sandyford. No. Like where? Do you know what I mean? The cause of death was a laceration to his brain. Fuck me caused by a blunt instrument but he also had a number of fractures to his skull here's where it gets quite odd he was found with his trousers and underwear around his ankles and a sexual motive was considered at the early stages of the investigation okay there was also rumours that he may have been a retribution killing due to a feud at the time between families in the UK and Ireland but like none of that was oh, that came okay and Garda also considered that he may have been attacked and robbed for what little money he had on him at the time. But why would they, like, remove his trousers? And also, why would they beat his head in? In. Like? For a couple of euro? A couple of pounds? Like, like no. <clears throat> in the days after his death, there was specific appeal for two foreign women who got a taxi at Chantnam Street to Sandyford at 1.15am. One of them was dropped at Sandyford Cross and walked along... Kilglobin Road where McCann was murdered but like nothing, nothing came of it and a number of people were arrested at the time but there has never been anyone charged in relation to his killing. In August 1998 a reward was offered through the newly established Irish Crime Stoppers Trust and actually we would put up so this, both of these have Irish Crime Stoppers okay. Trust yeah um, eerie little has been very little has ever been written about written about Felix McCann I can I've find like, never heard this I can before. find like two articles it is rarely talked about his name is not well known in the same way as other victims in Ireland and there are no pictures of him none it's because he's homeless they didn't want to write about it in our invest in the investigation that the journal.ie did in this case they were unable to track down any family member that was willing to speak or any, or find anyone in a homeless organisation who remembers him at all. 
Though it is believed he was sleeping rough around the time of his violent death, unlike some of the more high-profile cases, unsolved cases in Ireland, there was no campaign for justice, no public appeals, no anniversaries on his killings. The case remains open, but sources say that they have been no lead since the early stages of the investigation. Like, that's a crime that will never be solved. They have just literally been like, oh, well... Yeah, like this man was murdered and potentially sexually assaulted. Sexually assaulted. His head was like, bat- like his brain was touched with this object. He was battered so severely. And nothing. And there is not a single picture of him and no family members. Have- but yet we know his name. So there must there be. There has to there be must somebody. Be something. Like there has to be somebody out there that is like, that's my family member or. And I have at least five more stories that are exactly like and this. And the thing about him as well is usually when there's a cold case, like a lot of cold cases that we follow, every year their family will come out and make an yeah. appeal. Like there'll be, there's been appeals over the last couple of years actually for a number of cases that we covered. And I'm just wondering, not a single person has come forward to be like, well, a single Felix person. is my friend or my cousin or my brother or my, my son. Nothing. Nothing. And that's what's so sad because it's like, what? They're just, they're just dead and that's it. It, and that's the thing it's like it's even not fair. My, the statistic about like our crime rates that are unsolved in Ireland to me is just like it, that's we had DNA evidence yet. like DNA is available and DNA was available for that first gentleman yeah. as well like I don't understand how this is it's not almost as if like DNA gets put on a shelf and if it doesn't match at the time we don't they're like they it. just don't do it like where I don't believe any it doesn't feel like anybody's doing any genealogy. No. And that's the thing, that's how the FBI are finding like we did the Lady of the Dunes. That's how the FBI discovered who the Lady of the Dunes was. Yeah. It was all through genealogy and and through those websites and path, path pathological genealogy. And I'm like, why can't we do that? It does feel like it's not happening here. No, it's not. Or well, maybe it is, but it's very quiet and they're not talking about it. And nothing seems to be. And I feel solved. like a lot of shit could be solved if they actually put some money into this. Like it's not hoo ha, it's not fucking witchcraft. It's real. Like that's mm. how they got Brian Coburg the other day. Yeah. For those murders in Idaho. Yeah. Like that was the basis of their investigation. That's how they figured out who he was. Like it's crazy, isn't it? If that happened in Ireland, we'd still be fucking. Oh, you know that person. Did you see anybody in a in a green vehicle? Like, mm. fuck off. Yeah. Do something like. I'd well, love to like see if there was any way we could help money wise to get stuff, but then we shouldn't have to. The fucking government should be putting money into it. I like. I don't hear enough about how terrible our police force are. Yeah. And I and like I get that. There's, actually, I was out the other day, and I think I I definitely pissed this man off. But I was out with my uncle, and his friend is a firefighter. Right, and he was out with us too, and we were talking about like how I was saying like culturally there's nowhere like America that like their firefighters are treated like I was like it's amazing you're a firefighter but I wasn't like what house are you in and like who's your brother and, yeah there, it's like a he different didn't wear thing. his like t-shirt you know what yeah, I mean it's a it's, totally different like, thing a totally it? different yeah. thing and I was like I was like when you think about it but I was like Irish people hate the guards as well and I was like and I think we're better for it. And he was like, well, I wouldn't say that. And I was like, well, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> right? Oh, was he Irish, this guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. And I was like, I get that, like, you run into burning buildings. I was like, but I have so few positive interactions with the guards that it would, like, lead me to, like, be really wary of them. Of course, I was like, yeah. but also, 
like I have a true crime podcast and statistically our police force are pretty terrible at their job really awful unfortunately like the ones really that they're not terrible awful. at are all the gangland ones they I mean, are obsessed the gangland with ones I just feel like other people solve them for them because <gasps> people are mouthy yeah like young ones who are saying oh they're from Albino are the ones oh, that are talking Jesus about gangland Christ. do you know what I mean I don't know can we call this episode they're from Albino please do can we yeah hundred percent. People need to know about it. People need to be told. Because to be perfectly it. honest with you, all you, uh, we can't really do much except laugh at these fuckers. Like hundred percent. They're an absolute joke. Like what happened in East Wall? What happened in Drimna? Apparently, what happened in Ballyfermot? It's Sarah just told me about. Like what are you? And you doing? mentioned lies. You mentioned absolute, absolute right wing bullshit that they're reading. Get off Facebook. Get the fuck off Facebook. Anyway. It's a dying Get platform. Get off the echo chamber. Oh my god, it's just so frustrating. I remember when. Isn't it actually on the most stunning human being on the oh face Oh my of god. Them. I am obsessed with this woman. I want to marry her. If someone was like, be in a, a marriage with Natasha Leon, I'd be like, okay. Let me be in a marriage with Natasha Leon. She's dressed head to toe in Givenchy. It's not Gucci. It's cookie. Anyway. Lads, uh, thanks for listening. We're back. We'll be back next week again. Um, I hope and you don't all... you dare edit out the bit about my granddad deep we in the pussy we won't edit out the he part deep about what was your granddad's name Morris Morris um, Mo McGuire Mo McGuire uh, we'll he be was back. a pussy killer he was not with all of his heart and soul. he did not he did she was an old bitch what was your grandmother's name uh, Annie 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 McGuire Annie, Annie and Morris oh R.I.P. Vivian Westwood oh, fuck off I know you were problematic but you know fuck off she I like your shoes finally <laughs> She's married to a gay man. She goes, Andreas is a little fucking happy. Are they married? I don't think they were married. I think they were just like. I'd say they're married, Emma, because he had to pay so much tax. Common law. I don't they probably were married. They didn't no come idea. to me, I'll tell you that no, much. That was a homosexual. Like, oh, I just don't She's know why they didn't get She's better off. Socks. You know what she did? She married, she married a gay man, didn't have to do any of the sex, just had a best friend, lived her life, was like, well, my, when I die, I know where my money's go, gonna go. Huh? There you go. How'd that work out for you? I'm living with a gay man and we're pretty much married <laughs> and it's great. Yeah, sounds it. Except when he, and I come home and he says, I clean the floor and then I start walking on the floor and just this, because he spills something on it and didn't clean the properly. I don't understand. Now he's going to get out to me for this, but I don't care. Fight me. Why you didn't get the socks? I mean, where are the socks? Where the socks are downstairs. <laughs> if no one has watched the Vivian Watch Westwood the Vivian documentary. documentary. <laughs> Like, just for that. These are all fucking idiots. The entire time I was watching it, all I kept thinking was, imagine having an actual problem. Yeah. None of this is real. I don't even... I, we can't show any of this. I don't like any of this. And then Vivian comes up and she's like, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, no one's making real art anymore. It's all shit. you, Andreas. <laughs> and then he's like, where are the socks? Yeah. And then that poor man that just follows him yeah. around. And they all just get verbally harassed. Yeah. That's it. The socks are fucking downstairs. I don't understand. Anyway. The art world is nuts. Or not the art world, the fashion world. Uh, but everybody, we'll see you next week. We'll be back with more terribleness. And have a good week. We hope you had a lovely Christmas and a lovely New Year. We missed you so much. Don't get COVID. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Ah, Jesus, Colin. Emma's only after being on to the people on the Patreon asking them for weird body pictures. Weird we gotta do just never at it. Hustle spots and swollen holes, amputated toes, bugs from my nose, it's Emma's weird fetish. Nothing gross is out of bounds, balls and scabby mounds, bloody tissue bags.
some rotten spots and infected cuts it's Emma's weird fetish Harry Watson little hands Harry little hands Harry little little hands Watch with the earwax It's sick of peel It's Emma's favorite I cannot deal I cannot deal Oh that's right you dirty bastard Yes syringe those fucking ears Oh yeah Oh yeah Oh Jesus that's my type of shit right there Get all that dirty fucking earwax out there Now you whore Weird fetish